Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides, and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDIS world. My name is Debbie from NDIS Property Australia, and with me are two very special guest speakers today. We've got Rachel Murray and Cornelia Welicky from the Housing Hub and Summer Foundation. Welcome, ladies. Hi, so nice to be here. Lovely to meet you and nice to meet you too, Rachel. Good morning. Lovely to be here. Thanks, Debbie. Now, we had an episode we recorded with Alicia from the Housing Hub a few weeks back and some really great information came out of that. But there's so much and I thought that it was worth another episode to talk more about the reporting that Housing Hub do because it's so important and it's um, a really valuable tool for anybody who's really looking to find out more about the the data, I guess, on SDA. So we will be talking about that today. Uh, But firstly, if I could get both of you ladies to introduce yourselves and and the work, your roles within Housing Hub and Summer Foundation. I'm mainly involved with the Housing Hub through my work at the Summer Foundation. So I'm sitting in the research team at Summer and we conduct several different research projects in in collaboration with the Housing Hub, which mainly look at understanding the demand and supply side of the accessible housing market. And so, yeah, one of the projects we conduct is the housing market data subscription reports, which I believe we'll be talking about in more detail today. Great. Thanks, Cornelia. Thanks, Debbie. Yeah, so my, I'm the Customer Solutions Coordinator with the Housing Hub. So my role within the Housing Hub, uh, I work daily with providers. So in order to get their listings onto the website, so I'd assist them with setting up a provider account, uploading their listings onto the property with a view to potentially assisting them with filling their vacancies. So working with the providers and also in conjunction with providing them the market data reports, which we're going to speak about later today. Thanks, Debbie. Great. Thank you so much, Rachel. So yeah, now the Housing Hub do a few different paid reports, which go into far more data than obviously what is just available on the website. And there's a lot of that information. But in terms of the the main paid report we want to talk about, which is the market data report, if you can tell us a little bit more about exactly what that report is and and what it's telling us. Yeah, so just to give you a bit of context, so the Housing Hub is the leading platform for connecting housing seekers of accessible housing along with providers of accessible housing within Australia. So since our inception back in 2017, we've had over 550,000 people use the website, which is fantastic. The platform has a strong monthly user group and return visits month after month, building a strong presence and connection with housing seekers across Australia. So generally what happens, people searching on the Housing Hub will enter information about the type, 
location and the features of the property that they're looking for. So we can grab this aggregated data from these searches as well as any corresponding listings data and we can supply these in a market data report. These reports can be used as an indicator of information in any given location and essentially it can help people understand what housing seekers are looking for in a particular area. So as you mentioned, we do have the two market data reports available. So the first one that we have is a market data report. And this report is information or search data based on a local government area. This report is ideal for those specific people who are looking for a certain location that they may have in mind to build on the property or potentially looking to purchase. And the report can be used as an indicator of the current supply and demand within a proposed location. The second one that we also want to talk about more so is the market data subscription report. And this is a more detailed report which encompasses the SA3 and the SA4 regions within Australia alongside the NDIA's report and pipeline data. And Debbie, just for those listeners, I'm not quite sure whether they are familiar with the statistical regions. The Australian Bureau of Statistics breaks down the geographical locations, which we call SA3 and SA4. So the SA3 regions are more grained than the SA4 regions and they show a higher detail. So we've got essentially the SA4 and the SA3 regions, which is what the NDIS report on their geographical boundaries within Australia. So the beauty of this report, it comes in an Excel format, so it can be filtered according to anyone's requirements. And it also comes with a dashboard showing key statistics visually in order to determine which report can be beneficial. And we sort of base it on the client's particular requirements. And we discuss this when we talk to the provider, we go into more detail as to what report may be more beneficial to them either way. So that just breaks down both of the reports and gives you a bit of a snapshot on both of the reports that we have available. Great. Okay. Cornelia, anything to add on that? (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that was pretty comprehensive. The only thing I could add to that is maybe a bit more detail around sort of where the data comes from and and what kind of statistics are shown in the report. Okay, please tell us about that. Sure. So Rachel already touched on it a little bit. So the market data subscription report is quite comprehensive in that it uses data from several different data sources. So we have two data sources that directly come out of research that we conduct in the Housing Hub and Summer Foundation. And one data source is from um, the NDIA data. So the first data source that comes directly from our team is what Rachel has already mentioned, our website searches. So this is data that we collect via our, our Housing Hub website. So as Rachel mentioned, when a housing seeker goes onto the website to search for available properties, they can enter details around what type of housing they are looking for and where they would like to live. And so the data from these searches is then collected in the background in a de-identified way. The second data source that we collect in our team is from a yearly um, survey that we conduct called the SDA Supply in Australia Survey. And this survey collects information on SDA dwellings that are currently being developed, which we also call pipeline dwellings. And so then lastly, the third data source, as I said, is NDIA data, which is released as part of the NDIA's quarterly reports. And so I guess the the statistics or the data that these um, reports cover really touch on both sides of demand and supply in the accessible housing market. And so the data on demand mainly comes from seeker searches on the Housing Hub website. But as I said, we also do show demand information that is released by the NDIA. 
But I guess I, I believe where the value of the housing hub search data comes in is that it shows information about demand in a lot more detail than what is available through the NDIA data. So, for example, the report covers information on things like the number of bedrooms and bathrooms housing seekers would like the property to have, the support models in a home they are looking for, whether they want to rent or buy a property, or whether they want to share or live by themselves. And it's also good to mention that given that the um, website is set up for both SDA and non-SDA properties, the, the report covers information for both SDA dwellings as well as accessible properties that are not SDA dwellings, which may be of interest um, to listeners as well. And in terms of the supply data, that data is mainly drawn from NDIA data, as well as the supply survey that our team conducts each year. And so this shows information on what type of SDA dwellings are currently enrolled with the NDIA and or are currently being developed in each SA4 region. Great, yeah. Now you mentioned that the SA4 region, and I know this is a bit of a bugbear that I've always had since I started looking into the data, is that the S from now, so from memory, the SA4 regions around Australia, they're broken into 107, I think, different SA4 regions, which means obviously this is a really broad area. Yes. Yeah. And that really is not that helpful in, in terms of understanding. We, we get the, the enrolled dwellings broken down into more detail, but not the pipeline dwellings. And I guess I, I do know that this is one of the areas you can provide from your survey is that you can break down the pipeline into more detailed areas, into narrow areas. Yeah, that's right. And that is mainly shown in one of our other paid reports, which is the premium addendum, which is sort of released separately yeah, it's an addendum to the SDA supply in Australia survey. Um, and that does go into a lot more detail, breaking down the pipeline um, information by SA3 regions. But again, it shows us demand alongside that to really make it, I guess, more valuable to compare what's available and what is being looked for. Yeah, sure. So, um, but yeah, you definitely do have that information in the market data report as well, which is, is really good for people to understand that they can get far more value than just what the data released by the NDIA is putting out. Yeah. yeah. So how regularly do you update your stats? Yeah, so the subscription report itself is updated every quarter. So anyone who's interested in the subscription could receive a new report that, that includes new data once a quarter. And each of these new reports will include updated NDIA data and also our updated Housing Hub search data for the latest quarter. The only data source in that report that is not updated each time is the data from our supply survey because that survey is only run once a year. But other than that, yeah, brand new data once a quarter. Okay. Tell me about the challenges that you face in obtaining the data you put into these reports. As we have access to the largest audience of active seekers in Australia and we're able to capture the data every time someone performs a search, which is great. For this reason, we are not limited I suppose, in generating this information. The data we provide is based on the search feature on the website, so that's our only real limitation. The filters were designed with people with disability in mind and understand what people want to search for in terms of a property that is suitable for their requirements. The only other thing we want to make mention is at times the NDIS quarterly data can be delayed. Um, In some circumstances, it can be as late as one and a half months. So, We always use the latest information we have available 
at um, available on hand at time of running the report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's certainly something that we've always found a bit frustrating. Is that that data is has got that delay, so it's really not real time. But then, having said that, I guess certainly with the supply, these properties do take a long time to build, so it's not going to change that quickly. I guess the demand data is is more likely to change a bit more rapidly. But yeah, so definitely a challenge I understand for sure. So, okay, let's let's focus in on the actual data reports. What is this data actually telling us? Yeah, so I'm happy to talk about that um, a little bit. So I guess given that this subscription is um, really quite a comprehensive report, it is I guess it's intended to be customizable to the interests and questions of those who are purchasing the report. So our team at the Summer Foundation and Housing Hub is not actually going into the report and analyzing um, the trends or the data ourselves, just you know, recognizing that there's so much in there and it really depends on what people are interested in. So I guess the idea is that customers can use the report to complement their own market analysis and research. So for example, if a provider or investor purchases the report, they could use the report to compare what housing seekers are looking for versus what is already available or currently being built. And then that can really help them to better understand where there may be gaps in the market or where they may may want to develop a property or if they've narrowed down the location of where they want to build, what kind of property they may want to develop. And that again goes beyond just what kind of design category, but also further details into how big should the property be yeah, what kind of support model would I want to be offering to people who want to move into the property and things like that? That's really important. Uh, The fact that you have data on that, the support models that people are looking for, because that, that really can impact on what you're building, especially if it's a developer who's looking at maybe doing a small pack of apartments or some kind of a multi-use thing and and how they're going to provide OOA units. There's, there's so many different ways that can look. And how do, you, how do you know what's needed unless you've actually got the information there from, from real uh, seekers and what they're looking for? So I get obviously developers um, looking to do that sort of thing, but who else can benefit from this data? Obviously, we've got investors, builders, developers and SDA providers. They would be primarily the people that would be benefiting from this type of report. Um, so these reports can take the guesswork out of where and what to build within the market. The reports provide valuable insights into consumer behaviour based on the online searches through the website. And these valuable insights present opportunities to identify untapped market and emerging trends within the market. And we recently carried out our SDA provider experience survey and it was uh, reported that 25% of providers with new SDA properties have properties sitting there vacant, which is quite alarming. The report also revealed that 48.2% of providers reported that it takes at least six months to fill a vacancy. So by capitalising on Housing Hub's broader audience and website traffic, providers can minimise vacancies and maximise the return on the investment. And the beauty of these reports is that it captures the last three months worth of data. So it's the most up-to-date data that we provide. It's giving investors or developers a way of finding that real granular data that isn't available anywhere else, I guess, because you are obviously with the Housing Hub search portal, 
for those of you who are not really aware of what it is, it's basically like you could say a realestate.com or a domain for people searching for accessible housing, I guess. And it's, I would say that you have a, a pretty major share of the market in terms of properties available for rent or sale to a smaller degree. So capturing that that um, seeker demand has has got to be really powerful information for people. Absolutely. Yeah, we believe it's sort of not one of a kind, but it's 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 straight from the people that are engaging. They're the ones looking, they're searching for this. You know, and that's the beauty of these reports. Um, we feel they're invaluable in terms of sort of for investors looking to sort of capture where where and what to build in the market. Yeah, absolutely. And I know when I when I discussed this with Alicia, she said that a lot of the people that are actually using the portal are going to be the actual participants looking, but probably even more so, a lot of it's going to be their supporters, their, whether it's their support coordinator or family members who are also going to be using this. So, you know, the information is is generally going to be really accurate, not necessarily that they're searching for what they're funded for all the time, but certainly searching for what they, they want. And And we know that with the new price review that came out back in July, it's kind of leveled the playing field to quite a, de- a degree in terms of the funding incomes and the, the, the returns that investors are going to get based on the tenant moving into their house because those funding levels are so much more even now from the highest funded to the lowest funded. So previously, maybe somebody would have just been hoping for the highest funded. They've built a high physical support property. They only want high physical support tenants because that's where the money is. And unfortunately, this is where a lot of investors are coming from because they're looking for the returns, they're looking for those yields, but participants are searching for an improved livability property because that's what they've got. And now an investor could maybe take into account the fact that someone looking for an improved livability could still live in their property because that funding now is so good, then they're still going to get a really good return on investment. So it, it just means that I guess there's less barrier to to the different information being searched on, but at least you still know what people are looking for, whether they're looking for a unit or a house, whether they're looking for shared supports or to bring their own supports, whether they're looking for something with three bedrooms or to, to live with their family. So there's a lot of different things there that have got to be really useful, I'm sure, for people you know, at the development stage. And just to jump in there, um, I think it'll be really interesting to see how things change or shift for providers with the new pricing review being released. And it's actually something we are currently assessing as part of the SDA supply survey, which we are running right now. So yeah, just a few questions in there to see, you know, what providers feel, how this will impact their planning um, for SDA properties, but also how it impacts the dwellings they already have enrolled with the NDIA. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And it will be. The things that you've just talked about. Definitely, yeah. So obviously you've been doing these reports for – how long have you been doing these, the, the market data reports? I think about two years possibly, yeah, one and a half to two, yeah. yeah. Do you see that you're going to be uh, adapting them, changing them, adding more information? Where do you see that going? I think one idea we've had from the research team is maybe using a few more visualizations. So at the moment, as Rachel said, we do have a dashboard that shows key information visually. 
But I guess expanding on that a bit more, because as I said, those reports are so comprehensive and it can take a, a while to take all the information in and analyze it. So maybe things like having a heat map to show demand and supply visually across um, all of Australia. So it's really easy to see maybe where there may be gaps, but it really depends as well for us on what providers or investors want out of the report. So yeah, I think Rachel is having a lot of conversations with people who've purchased the reports to really find out what they want out of it and what we could change. Yeah. So Rachel, what are you hearing from potential report users? Yeah, well, I suppose that they're sort of obviously taking, doing their own due diligence. They're looking at the reports, you know, from their or from from different um, research areas from their perspective. So they're obviously doing their own due diligence, looking at their own free reports that the NDIA provide. And also, um, more recently, we noticed that there was um, another review report that came out back in June. So that would be the recently re- received the SDA demand projections in June. And whilst this is another great resource of information, we believe the Housing Hub's report captures recent live data. So we're obviously, as an organisation, working with the wider community and we're very much open to any feedback, suggestions from those within the SDA space so that we can refine and improve on these reports, obviously depending on the market's needs. But overall, it's been positive in terms of what we have to offer there, which is great. Awesome. So um, what else have you got to tell us about these reports that people should know if they're looking at investing in them? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose we could talk about the, in, in terms of the purchasing of the reports. Is that sort of what you're wanting to touch on? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. So um, how we can actually purchase the reports if anyone's making an inquiry. So they can be purchased direct from the housing hub. So if anyone was to go on to our website, they could purchase them directly through the housing hub. We have a provider section specifically on the website, which includes information on the reports and actually has a link to an inquiry form. And the, um, the inquiry form can be sent to any of our friendly team members who can respond to the inquiry. Great. So what what is the cost for these reports? Yeah. So the cost of the reports, they start at 1077 plus GST which we believe is a small outlay for a large investment. As we know, with any investment, it's so important to do your due diligence. So our subscription reports can be purchased, including the preceding three-month period, or alternatively, they can be purchased over a 12-month subscription. And the reports are distributed every quarter. So that's January, April, July, and October. And this coincides with the NDIS's quarterly report. And also for those listeners who may be interested in purchasing the report, we're happy to offer a 25% discount on any of the market data reports if they were to mention that they meant they, they heard us here on the podcast here today. Oh, wow. There you go, everyone. So 25% discount. Absolutely. Yeah, we're happy to, to honour that for anyone that mentions the NBIS Properties podcast here today. SDA Housing Podcast. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Rachel. That is awesome. We will definitely put that information in the description of the episode. Okay, well, that's a really good deal. Just, yeah, so from my perspective, we've certainly subscribed to and gotten these reports in the past. And it is, yeah, it is a lot of information. But then so the quarterly reports that come out from the NDIA, but you have certainly broken it down to make it a bit more user-friendly and understandable. And the addition of having your own housing hub data in there is it just adds a whole other element to it and I think that is is really invaluable information 
And as we say to uh, people all the time, investors all the time, look, if you are looking at going into this, looking at developing SDA, wherever you are in that field, uh, the the data, the research that you can do is so important and get as much research from different areas, different areas and different sources as you come. And, and you certainly can't go by getting, can't go past getting the housing hub market data reports. I think that's a really powerful tool for you to use for this if you really want to get some detailed data that it, it is pretty real time. Okay. It's, there's obviously a delay in all of this, but um, but you're not going to get it much better than this, let's say. <laughs> so uh, any last words, ladies, on on the reports or anything else you wanted to just mention before we finish up today? Yes, yeah, I, I suppose for myself. So we're hearing more and more about the improvements in the SDA space. And whilst it's a challenge, I think the message is consistently positive. Things are improving and people are looking at developing their properties in a different way to find suitable tenants. And we all agree that the work we do is for a purpose, and that's to ensure that people with disability have choices and control over where they live. As an organisation, we're really thankful that people that engage and use the housing hub, and we feel that what we have to offer is invaluable information for the sector, and obviously can assist in many ways to shape the market and the overall outcome for any housing seekers and also providers as well. Absolutely. Cornelia? Any last words? Not much other than that. It was really great to be here and it's great to talk about these reports. And as we said, I think we are, you know, we want these reports to be as valuable as they can be. So we're really happy to have open conversations around what providers and investors are looking for. If there's any changes we can make to the report to make it more useful, always happy to have those conversations. Wonderful. Well, ladies, I think that about wraps it up. So thank you so much for going into depth in these reports today. And I hope that that some of our listeners will will see the value and engage Housing Hub to uh, subscribe to some of your reports. And don't forget that 25% discount. Yeah, we look forward to, to seeing the the evolution, I guess, of, of the reporting from yourselves. Also, evolution of the reporting from the NDIA, which is always going to to help developers in this space, everybody in this space, make better calls and judgments on on building SDA in the future. So thank you very much, ladies. It's been a pleasure and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Debbie. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and just share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.